Welcome to BHI in Focus. I'm your guide, Ree, and on this episode, I'm excited to introduce today's guest. Luke Carton has been with Box Hill Institute for three and a half years. He has a background of working in not-for-profit, so it's a perfect fit for when Luke came on board to manage BHI's adult community and further education and reconnect programs. At the beginning of 2022, Luke's role grew to also include managing micro-credentials, language, literacy, numeracy, and digital in addition to ACVI and Reconnect. Luke's passion for collaboration and bringing exciting community programs to life is evident in any conversation with him, so I'm thrilled you'll be able to hear from the man himself. Luke, welcome to BHI in Focus. Thank you for having me, Ray. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of exciting. This has been a long time coming, I think, for both of us because we do talk quite a bit. Yeah. And I love hearing what's happening in your space. So how about we take a little bit of a step back and talk about you? Tell us a little bit about your background of working in not-for-profit. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I came across uh, to BHI in 2019. And prior to that, I was at the Brotherhood of St. Lawrence for five and a half years and I was the RTA manager there. Um, and we, we provided nationally accredited training there to highly vulnerable cohorts, um, mainly asylum seekers, migrants, and public housing tenants, and also people with disability. Um, the, the thing with our um, RTO there, we were also a learn local provider. So we provided ACFI pre-accredited training as well as we had a skills first contract. Um, the primary aim of our training services there was to give the best opportunity to graduates to create employment opportunities as a way of achieving the organisation's goal of an Australia free of poverty. And these values are something that I still carry and hold dear to this day. So, um, yeah, that's a bit about my background. It, um, I love hearing about Learn Local. Yep. You are very passionate about that program. Why are you so passionate about that program of work? Yeah, well, Learn Local is, it's about creating uh, training opportunities in a local community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's be, it's place-based learning as opposed to somebody living um, outside of their confines having to commute for their training. So it's mainly made up of not-for-profits and um, and local community organisations and community groups, neighbourhood houses that are part of that Learn Local community. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, so with all of that background... What drew you to the um, ACFI, which is Adult uh, Community and Further Engagement, oh, sorry, Further Education yeah. Manager position at BHI? Yeah, well, when I saw that CAE and BHI were looking for an ACFI manager, I jumped at the opportunity, as as you've rightly pointed out. My passion lies with pre-accredited training and the Reconnect program, mm-hmm. um, two areas that I looked after previously as well, and because they're such valuable tools for participants in the community um, and to have the opportunity to manage um, to such brilliant programs in a large education institute was such a strong pull for me that I couldn't not take up that chance. So, mm. um, and from coming from that Learn Local community, um, the CAE has always been seen as the preeminent provider of that pre-accredited yeah. training within the state of Victoria. Um, so it was an honour to be given the opportunity to lead the delivery of that product. Yeah. Sounds, um, it was like a, a goal of yeah, yours. Absolutely. To be in that in that place. Yeah. And, and look, one of the one of the bugbears of the learn local community is there's never enough hours to deliver. Yeah. Um, and it's it's there is a it's a finite resource and um, the CA being one of the largest providers in the state um, allows you that flexibility to provide more tailored opportunities for yeah. people in the community as well. Oh wow. So 
If anyone wasn't really familiar what exactly an adult community and further education program is, Mm -hmm. how would you describe it? It's something I'm asked all the time, actually. So um, ACFI, as you say, is the Adult Community and Further Education um, funding, and it's a division within the Department of Education. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their own board, and they allocate out funding each year, and they also provide direction to the providers mm-hmm. who fall under Learn Local on where the strategy is and what needs to be delivered and where there are thin markets. Um, there are around 240 not-for-profit community organisations across the state of Victoria who oh. are registered with ACFI to deliver of pre-accredited training. I didn't realise there were so many. Yeah, yeah, there's quite a few. And, you know, most people don't even realise that their own local community house or neighbourhood yeah. house are ACV providers. Um, BHI, um, through the CAE brand, is the only TAFE with an ACV contract. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. So CAE is one of only two adult education institutes, along with AIMS, um, to be funded to deliver this extremely valuable training. Um, and this places BHI in a very unique position to be able to support learners through their journey with the scaffolding provided by our ACFI training. Um, they're also incredibly affordable as um, they're almost fully subsidised by the ACFI board. So a full course would cost between $70 and $100. And if you're a con- concession card holder, it's between $25 and $40 for the whole course. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. The other thing too is that there are no other fees attached um, and participation in these courses um, are not affecting any of their Skills First funding either. So they can participate in as many as they like um, as long as they, and they can also um, participate in training alongside their current course as well. That just is such a game changer for people in the community that absolutely want to learn, want to grow, yeah, want to better themselves in any shape or form. Well, that's right, and they are all designed um, as pathway programs as well. Um, so they're not um, lifestyle programs or anything like that. They ne- they need to lead to either an employment or training opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of our courses that are designed by CAE, are, uh, BHICAE, are designed in that manner as well. So we get to put forward our curriculum each year mm-hmm. to ACFI for approval. Um, and we work with industry and community to create those courses that identify where the needs are. So how does the ReConnect program fit into that? Space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So ReConnect um, is uh, another program that I look after. <coughs> and so um, I've been involved with ReConnect since the program began in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, it was designed as, um, for early school leavers aged between 15 and 24 who wanted to re-engage with training but didn't have the support to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, the program was incredibly successful that in the second iteration, they um, changed the age range to 17 to 64. 64. Um, yeah, absolutely. And and all, the only requirement was they had to be an early school leaver and there were a lot of people in that um, older age bracket that had left school early and never engaged with training and one of their barriers was that they just couldn't bring themselves to go and make that leap into an educational yeah. institute. So we've assisted those particular cohorts. Um, so uh, the current contract that we're working with now due to COVID, has seen that um, early school leaver requirement removed. Okay. And so they only need to have been unemployed and out of education for longer than six months. And so um, they need to be a, they need to have a goal to re-engage with education or employment. Um, mm-hmm. And we 
um, assist those participants to link with those opportunities. The um, Reconnect program is also um, managed, it comes on, falls under Skills First, but managed by the ACFI division as well. So there's a synergy within those programs. And one of the outcomes for Reconnect is engagement with pre-accredited training because yep. it is that soft entry and mm -hmm. be able to get people back into the system yeah. without all the requirements of assessment and things like that. Now... Look, we've worked together for several years and I know how passionate you are about the Reconnect program and I love hearing your stories about, you know, the students. What, how does it feel when you see a student succeed in that space? Oh, the, it's not even just me, it's the whole team. We're incredibly proud of, you know, some of the complex needs that our clients have that they come through um, with mental health, AOD, homelessness, and seeing them um, from those initial stages to then flourish once they engage with their courses and in most cases, you know, completion as mm -hmm. well. Um, it just, yeah, it makes it all worthwhile. Is there any particular story of a student that stands out to you? Yes, I do. Uh, there is a, a case of a um, one of our Reconnect clients who registered who was an early school leaver um, they were 50 years of age and hadn't completed schooling higher than year nine, had a very, very broken work history, um, hadn't stayed anywhere for a very long period of time and mm -hmm. in and out of work. Um, they had severe anxiety and a number of mental health issues that was their one of their main barriers to yeah. participating in education previously. Um, there were also financial barriers um, that um that prohibited them from taking up opportunities because this was also prior to free TAFE as well mm -hmm. when they were trying to do that. So all of these things came about, but they didn't know how to yeah. access that. Um, so we ended up uh, through the Reconnect program, the case managers there um, ascertained that the um, participant had a real love of visual arts. Um, and so we used our ACFI pre-accredited um, introduction or prepare for visual arts course to help them build their confidence and their self-esteem and create a portfolio. Yeah. Um, and what that ended up uh, leading to is a collaboration with our own visual arts team within mm -hmm. Box Hill Institute. And we created a part-time model for that participant to engage with um, their qualifications. They mm -hmm. enrolled in the Certificate 4. Uh, Civica 3, sorry, um, back at that stage. And then we uh, made an application for financial hardship, which they were successful with, which allowed them to participate in the course and not have to worry about all those financial pressures. Yeah. Um, and what that led to was the person actually um, afterwards won the pre-accredited student of the year um, through the work that they did with the um, creation of their portfolio and the participation in that Amazing. course. Um, they ended up going on to the Certificate 4 in Visual Arts and they were doing that in small chunks as well and, you know, helping them to achieve that goal of completing their qualification. And this was a person who had such debilitating anxiety that yeah. they just couldn't even get through the door. Um, the case manager had to escort them to class, sit in class oh with gosh. them and things like that just in order for them to get through the day essentially. Um, and there were moments in time where they just have to be on the phone for them just to work through some of those anxious moments as well. But, yeah, without that case management, one-on-one -on -one case management support that's provided by Reconnect, that person would not have been able to participate. Game-changing. Absolutely. So why are these programs so important to what we do and who we are at Box Hill Institute? 
It's about being um, that beacon for those who have no agency. It links to the um, what we do and who we are from the BHI strategy, as TAFE has always been the way for people to upskill and get into the workforce. And if we can play a small part in that, it's all been worthwhile. Some of the examples and things that you've spoken about really speak a lot about collaboration and just um, the importance of delivering what you need to do, deliver to your client base. Why is this so important to the programs you your teams and you deliver? Oh, collaboration is is the key for us in everything. So within Reconnect, uh, collaboration is all about engaging with the community to receive mm-hmm. referrals. Without the referrals, we don't have people, people to bring into the organisation as well. Yeah. So it's all about collaborating. It's um, We can't do anything in isolation. Um, not only is it time-consuming, um, but if we work together to achieve a common goal, everyone wins and we also create that community within itself. Yeah. Um, the end product is the, the experience of the student is also yeah. enhanced as well um, and all the processes become seamless. Um, the vulnerable cohorts we work with have some serious and complex issues as mm-hmm. well. Um, and so internally we, we strive to collaborate with all the areas um, within the organisation to support their journey. Yeah. Um, having those strong relationships in, in strong relationships ensures that we eliminate any barriers. Oh, that's so comp- – like I love hearing this because it is so important to the essence and the, our core purpose of the why we're here and being able to deliver um, some of these programs to individuals that may have never even thought it was possible for them. Absolutely. It's, it's unbelievable. Do you have any uh, great examples of collaboration your team has taken part in? Oh, absolutely. Like probably one of the the key relationships and collaborations that we have within our pre-accredited area um, is the um, SPLICE program. Oh, I love um, that program. Yeah, and uh, some people may not be familiar with it. Um, I know you are, and um, it's been running successfully for quite a long time now within the mm-hmm. CAE. Um, and the SPLICE program is Succeed, Participate, Learn, Imagine, Create and Empower. And it's a collaboration with um, Peter Mack on track. Um, so for uh, kids who have experienced cancer. Mm-hmm. And so those uh, participants are referred through to us from Peter Mack um, mm-hmm. through their educational liaison to engage with our program, which is a year-long program aimed at providing um, art skills um, as well as socialisation mm-hmm. and just um, building their own agency as well. And so for a lot of them, they've been disengaged from education as well because they've been going through treatment. Yeah. And sometimes this is their only escape. So they come through, express themselves through art and um, it culminates in an end of year exhibition. Um, and so the exhibition we hold each December um, and the students are um, built up and encouraged to um, sell their artworks in that exhibition as well and negotiate prices and things like that. So it gives them other skills organically through the course as well. Um, so we don't only collaborate with um, Peter Mack on that as well. So Peter Mack has been able to collaborate with the with um, Koala Kids and mm-hmm. so they provide art supplies and we get payment for the course and things like that as well through all of those different funding agencies. So it's a really strong collaboration point and just to see... Um, the students at the end of that and at their celebration, their exhibition at the end is just brilliant. And, you know, I encourage everyone to get along and just um, at the end of the year, we let everyone know when it's on. 
um, because it is it's really heartwarming and just great to see those kids actually, or young people, not kids, those young people mm. um, come through with all those new skills and that confidence. And the artwork is absolutely brilliant. Well, yeah, I can actually attest, yes, it absolutely is. And are you saying people should keep an eye on our space and yes. Yammer for the information? Absolutely. Keep an eye on our space, Yammer, because we always communicate all, all the uh, the events and we really do encourage everyone to get along because it's such a brilliant event. Uh, there's another program as well, the Grow, Cook and Go. Yeah, Grow, Cook and Go. Yeah, Grow, Cook and Go is another um, incredibly valuable program that we deliver under our pre-accredited. Um, contract and so we've delivered that with uh, multiple stakeholders but um, we've had um, launch housing and unison housing in Elizabeth Street common ground for a long time where um, we had a kitchen garden grown on the rooftop um, so the top 17th floor of um, Elizabeth Street, um, public housing tower. In the heart of the city. Heart of the city, had wow. its own microclimate, could grow vegetables all year round um, and the teacher would, uh, Chrisanne who's a brilliant teacher, um, had um, shown them how to grow the, the produce and then using that produce and staples within their own um, kitchens, creating mm. meals and healthy nutritional meals as well. And so we delivered that for a very long time um, Elizabeth Street. And we're also delivering the Grow, Cook and Go program at our um, partner organisation, um, Thorn Harbour Health, who deliver the program out of the Positive Living Centre in Paran. Mm -hmm. um, it's the old Braille Library. It's beautiful building um, and they had uh, ornamental gardens but they didn't have a kitchen garden so um, with the assistance of Bunnings who donated not only the materials but their time they've established a kitchen garden mm -hmm. and the teacher Chrisanne uses the commercial kitchen to create meals using the produce from the garden as well as staples from the pantry um, and the um, Participants in the Thorn Harbour program also mm -hmm. get to use the um, the grocery store essentially for redistributed items. Oh yeah, um, in their in their organisation, and so she's very creative in making meals that utilise both of those products. Yeah. Um, and teaching them how to make sustainable and um, a nutritional program uh, meals. Wow. So with everything that we've spoken about today, and we've covered quite a bit actually. Uh, if there was one thing that anyone could come away from our chat remembering or thinking about, what would you want that to be? Um, just that the, our community programs, um, just the value in mm -hmm. these community programs and, um, and how they do um, have such an effect on um, not only our vulnerable learners, but people just trying to access education and training. Um, they, they do build up people's self-esteem self -esteem, mm -hmm. as well as um, their skills to be able to move into either further education mm -hmm. um, or employment. Um, and they just uh, – so keep an eye out for any of the communications that we have um, mm -hmm. internally um, about the programs that are running. Um, we've just started a, a new program this year um, that, that's, as I mentioned earlier in the program, um, we – try to cater to community need. Yeah. And we identified a need in the Arrow Ranges for a bike maintenance course. Yes, and I've heard about this. Yeah. And so that um, only started this year. We were mm -hmm. approved by ACFU to deliver that out at our Little Dale campus. Um, and the response has been incredible. Um, we've had some really great feedback on, you know, that there is nothing out here like mm -hmm. that. Um, classes have been full. Um, as I said, incredibly affordable. 
um, and it's it's catering to a community need. Yeah. And these are the sort of things that we do. And so we actually encourage people within the organisation to, to come to us with ideas and identify where mm-hmm. there is a need so that we can propose courses the following years and things like that so that we can address those needs. So coming back to collaboration again. Absolutely. Collaboration is key. It certainly is. I love that. Well, we already know that I love that. I love to collaborate. <laughs> Luke, thank you so much for your time. No, no. Thank you for the opportunity. And like I'll wax lyrical about these programs. I truly believe in them. And just um, I encourage everyone to pick up a brochure and even participate in one of our courses to see yeah. how valuable they are. <sighs> I adore that we've been able to share so much of the great work that you and your team do and do in our community. So uh, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Ray. And that's all for BHI in Focus. Stay tuned. We have some more exciting episodes to come. But first, we want to hear from you. So make sure you tell us what you thought of this episode on Yammer. Um, I'll make sure to tag Luke on there too so you can uh, know what he looks like and know who you're going up to at the cafe to say hi and maybe buy a coffee. And uh, send us an email to staffcoms at boxhill.edu.au. So until next time, bye for now.